Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Michelle Voris. How are you, Michelle? I am great. Thank you for saying my name. You're welcome. I saw it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to say it. I was just going to say Michelle, but (laughs) I love it. Uh, So I'm going to start with a little bit different question. How has your future self been showing up? Oh, my goodness. She is um, aware and conscious and confident. I love it. And what's awesome because of the way she's showing up? Um, Oh, wow. What's awesome because of the way she's showing up? Uh, My income has increased significantly and I have not uh, went out and made any major purchases. Um, Some small ones for just things here and there, but uh, I would say I'm a better financial steward than I was in the past. Oh, I love that. How does that feel to say that? It feels super, super confident and strong and um, still very uh, feminine, in control. Like, um, it feels kind of like a badass. Definitely, yes. Um, I love that you brought up the word um, feminine. Did you ever feel, was there any point in your life where you felt like, being in control or good steward or money wasn't a feminine thing? Very much so. So when I was a Marine, mm-hmm. um, you know, everything is masculine. Everything is masculine. And when I came out of the Marine Corps, I was really, really super hot at sales. Like I lit and promotions and I just kind of, I would say almost steamrolled people and other people like not intentionally, but I did right. so good as compared to their work that they were like, uh, <laughs> and it, felt very non-feminine and um, I, I even hurt some people's feelings, you know, cause yeah. I did so good and uh, it's like I had extra favor. And um, you know, when I, uh, in my married life, um, you know, when I had money um, I was, you know, told I really couldn't handle it. And I was like, what? And so it felt like as a girl, um, I couldn't be feminine and control my money, which is some, there has to be some belief somewhere in my life that that message was given to me. I have, I don't know the source of that yet, but, um, yeah. And I, uh, am definitely of the belief now that a woman, a feminine woman, and again, you know, you can be masculine or feminine. I really don't care. But for me, I have the desire to be feminine and soft and in, you know, control of my money and attractive, all of those things. And, um, it feels super feminine and just like, that's what a woman of power would do. Yeah. I love it. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there before I move on to my next question, but I, and it's probably not one source. It was probably a combo of all of those things that were told to you that led to that belief. Um, and so you're totally rocking it in sales. We, you know, it's your business and it's helping people and, but you can kind of boil it down to that. Mm -hmm. How does it feel different how you're doing it, you know, feminine? First of all, you're super successful that way, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, how's it feel different? You know, it's really interesting just, just even in the last few months. So um, for, I was given, I have to tell people this cause it's such a cool accomplishment. I was given the company's highest, um, highest award um, ambassador award. Uh, they could have given it to anyone, but they gave it to me. And um, I've had so many people say to me in the last few months, like, it is so awesome to see you soar. It's so awesome to see you successful. It's so awesome to see you just killing it. And the thing is, I am not doing anything different than I was. I'm just being different. And so it feels normal because the work itself is normal, but I've done the work to change me internally, which um, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about that for somebody who just sort of had a Scooby-Doo, like, huh? What yeah. does that mean? You're not doing different work. You're just different inside, which is the whole work we do in the Enchanted Circle, but yeah. talk a little bit. What does that mean? Yeah. So, you know, before I would do the same functions, so like I would meet someone, I would see what their, you know, health complications, health concerns were, see what they wanted more in their life as far as health and wellness. And, you know, then I would show them, you know, use a tool. I would ask them questions. I'd, you know, ask them to buy from me and, you know, they would, or they wouldn't. And, um, you know, I would say more people doing that same work in the past, I had to ask a lot more or follow up a lot more or, you know, figure out the money. They had to figure out their money. And now, um, I'm doing the same exact steps, but because I've worked on my own work, my own money, my own choices, my own homework, my own coaching. Um, now everyone says yes. So I don't, I really, really, really rarely run into people that have any objections at all where there's not in the past you and I, when we started, I mean, that was our very first start to, uh, you know, life as we know it was people didn't have the money, like hundred, couple hundred dollars. And now that's just, a no brainer. And it's either they do or they don't. And if they don't, I let go of them where before I held on to them. And now I just let go and say, okay, this probably isn't for you. And what happens usually is they go find the money and they call me versus me going, Hey, did you find the money yet? Hey, did you find the money yet? Hey, did you find the money yet? Now I just, I'm like, okay, great. This probably isn't for you. And in full circle and retrospect, I should have let go a long time ago, but I was needy for them. And I was trying to fill a hole, a hole in my own life where all I need to do was my own work. And those people would then have said yes back then too. I'm sure of it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Or they wouldn't have even showed up. Right. It wouldn't have been the, you would have been talking to somebody who would say yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And we had this, I remember on one call, you said to me, you know, I don't even attract people who don't have money anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people who there's every once in a while, some, you know, I've had a couple of situations recently of people who, um, had lack, lack mindset mm-hmm. of money and, or they didn't, you know, they didn't, yeah, they just weren't in control of their own money. And, um, I was able to really quickly see that we weren't a fit mm-hmm. and say no, or just dismiss it and just say, this doesn't fit for me and have that be okay versus me feeling guilty or weird that, it's just like, they just don't fit my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is it fair to say you feel like you don't have to help them get better anymore? Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. So because what they should do, what I do is send them the link to cassieparks.com and they can get help from you. And then when they fix their money, they'll rock their business. So, you know, it's like, I don't feel like I have to fix anyone anymore. Actually, I don't, you know, um, I just, 
I don't. I just worry about me. Yes. How does that feel? It feels really good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it feels really good. And when you just worry about you, then um, like all the other issues fall away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it leaves a lot of time to welcome more money in your life, right? It leaves us open space vacuum for money to find its way to you. And for those people who have money and are ready, because it's not just about having the money. It's having the money is about being ready, right? Like you just said, like you send them to my website because if they don't have the money, they're not ready to rock a business. They're just going to be trying to use the business as a bandaid and it's not going to be successful because if their money, they have that lack mindset, they're not they're just, they're going to be trying to fill that same hole you were, right? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, you, you said something a little bit earlier. I mean, I've had, you know, things like lots of things are trying to come to me and I get to say yes or no. Like I had um, someone that wanted to rent a room and I had someone that flew in from out of state and watched me work my business because they were like, well, we might want to buy your business. I'm like, really? Okay. Well, I don't know if that's a fit or not, but you can come. So they came and I got a new friend and, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, extra bonuses that have been coming and I certainly am cashing those babies (laughs) and, um, yeah. So, uh, smaller clothes, like lots of things that have come and, uh, for me, it definitely isn't all about the money. Um, you know, I do want to feel safe and secure with money and confident and powerful, but even things like my house is always in order and I love being in our space. My daughter loves being in our space. That is as equally as important as the money is having, you know, a life that I love. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, making decisions. You decided in the last interview, we talked about like, I'm ready to buy the car. I'm going to go, you know, you're in the power position. I'm going to buy it, but when it feels good. And now you've decided not to buy the car. Right. So yeah. I decided to uh, keep my car that has like 56,000 miles on it. So it's got great mileage. It's in great shape. And um, I didn't need to, I did all of it. I did I mean, I drove all the cars that I wanted to drive and I talked to financing and I figured out what the trade-ins were going to be. And I called on the insurance and um, it just didn't feel right. And they, of course, did their little pressure thing. And I was like, I even had a buyer for my car. Like I could have, this could have just been done. And really I was like, I knew I was going to get a car bonus. I was at that point where I was going to get the car bonus, but I hadn't received it yet. And I just was like, this is me just doing the survival thing again, creating more money and more um, creating the pattern, right? Like, let's go buy. So I figured out the total cost of the car. And then I weighed my pros and cons. And I just decided it wasn't the best thing in my uh, decision in my life. And so what I'm doing now, which is feels super powerful (laughs) is I am taking my car bonus cash and I'm locking it in my safe. And no, I will not tell anyone where that safe is because it's totally secure. And, um, I literally just, am going to have the cash to buy a car, the car I want when I want to. And, um, you know, who knows that might be 10 years from now because the car is amazing and I work from home. It's not like I need a, I just don't have that need. And before I would have went and bought the car. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so to remind everyone, Michelle's original money story was survival. And even though it 
look like? And now, like, because your story is upgraded, you're attracting more money. It's getting better, right? You would have found about the car because like, okay, this money's coming in. Let me get rid of it. And I love that you're getting the cash and you're literally keeping it because that is going to help with such changing your brain and growing that like, here it is, here it is. Like, um, because survival story, and I know you knew this, but this is for people listening, people with that story of survival, when they're in that story, they want to hot potato their money. So when it comes in, they want to get rid of it and it creeps up. Michelle and I talked a little bit before the call. We'll probably talk a little bit on in this episode about it, but you know, as you grow, you do have to pay attention because often that story creeps in and we just have to be mindful, right? Be paying attention. And so when more money was coming in, it's totally normal that you want it. You felt like, ah, oh, let me hot potato that. And I love that you're at the space where you're like, no, I'm going to keep it and I'm going to practice and I'm going to feel more comfortable with lots of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, very much, I love that. So uh, I was just saying a few minutes ago to you that I actually like having excess money and not needing to spend it. It actually feels so good. Yes. Yay. I love it. Um, so you said something that was important. I don't know if you want to go here, but you know, letting that survival story creep back in. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely has, but it's been a lot smaller. So, you know, and you know, I went and bought, you know, jeans, like I got two new credit cards and you know, they were small credit cards and cause I didn't want them to be big. And they're like, do you want this amount? I'm like, actually, no, let's do half of that amount. So I just didn't want it, but mm-hmm. it's good. It's good for my sh- credit score to buy something and pay it off. Right. So yeah. I got a couple small credit cards for that purpose. And I was like, Oh yeah, this will serve my bigger financial picture of what I want. Yeah. And so I was working on my, you know, getting my credit score rocking and, um, yeah, just, you know, being again, mindful of that. And I, those two new credit cards, um, they came in, I set it aside. I didn't even look at it. Well, I, you know, that my, I literally just like spaced it off. And so I had late fees on both of them. And I was like, cause I didn't pay like their, you know, $2 or whatever it was. Right. <laughs> and, and then I like, like I bought a $20 shirt and I had a $35 late fee and I was like, Oh, absolutely not. So I normally in my past, I would have literally just paid the $35 late fee. I would have. And what I did is I called and I said, you know what, this is a new credit card. I set it aside. I take ownership for this. However, um, I'm asking you to take that fee off and I'll pay the balance today. And both of them took those fees and, you know, wrote them off. And before, um, I would have never known if paychecks were missing ever. And when I was doing accounting and financing, um, I was like, okay, I'm missing two checks that they say they've been issued. So I called the source and said, hey, where are these checks? And they're like, oh, we'll reissue them. And I'm like, but before I literally would have never, I I wouldn't have even known that money was due to me in the past where now I'm like, where's that penny? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, how does that feel to know, like, how did that feel to be like, oh, this is missing and I'm going to go get it. It's my money. Um, it, it felt good. And I, I mean, I actually told the company, I said, listen, if I'm going to do X, Y, Z for you, you do have to pay me and you have to pay me on time. And they were like, yes, ma'am, we're right on it. And I was like, so, I mean, th- those were the words the customer service said, yes, ma'am, we'll be right on it. And I was like, that's what they should do is exactly. because if they want me to rock it and be their voice, um, then paying me and paying me on time is expected. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> How did it feel to say that? Like, that's so powerful. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt good. It felt, you know, again, um, it just feels so, um, it doesn't feel like I'm commanding them or controlling them. Like that's what's expected. And I am going to say that those words again, because that's who I am is if I'm going to be their, you know, top person, they're going to pay me for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. And I love, I mean, love you sharing these little ways of how that story creeps back in. And that's totally normal because as we grow, um, it just shows up and we get to, we get to choose in a much bigger way. No, this is my story. This is what happens. Like mm-hmm. I'm missing money here. Like, pay, no, I'm going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I love and, it. And then little things like now, you know, when we did a trade show, like I'm uh, assessing, was it money well spent? Mm-hmm. And was it, was there a great enough return on it? Cause that's going to identify where do I spend my time? Cause I'm going to spend my time where I get the most return. Like you and I were uh, earlier, I don't even know how long ago, a couple months we were tracking samples cause mm-hmm. I sent samples to people and um, the samples brought no return. So I now don't sample. And just things like that of assessing why do you do what you do and is it have return? And if not, don't do it because you want to do the things that bring the most return to your business. Yes. Like that feels like a powerful woman, right? Absolutely. And paying attention because the woman before that you were in the process of becoming and you really became in during our one-on-one coaching was like, I'll do anything for my business. So if somebody says, send out samples, I'll send out samples because I'm supposed to, or I think I'm going to get a return or whatever. The powerful woman says, let me assess that and see if there is a return. Same right. with, with a booth. You would just jump on. I think there was even a time you missed, like you chose not to go. I can't even remember what happened now, but it was like, okay, I got to do this. But you actually sat down and you're like, oh, the booth might be free or some part of it might be free, but it's also going to cost me X dollars. Like, mm-hmm. am I confident I'm going to bring in that many dollars? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah. And it's just, it's really important to go, you know, where, what makes sense and what doesn't. And if you, if you don't have any awareness, mindfulness around it, how could you, how could you know? Right. And, and, and now if I were to send out a sample to someone, I would say, all right, this is costing me, you know, $20 to mail this to you. You know, I would like you to, you know, make a purchase for at least that amount. I mean, I, I'm okay to say that. I love it. (laughs) I would have never used those words before. Right. Where it's, or, you know, if you want to PayPal me, you know, instead of sampling, you know, my PayPal, you know, my samples maybe now aren't free, you know, where this is going to cost me $20 you know, here's, here's, I'll send you an invoice. And when that's paid, I'll mail it. Yes. Yeah. I love it because somebody who really wants the product and is really interested in becoming a customer is going to do that. And somebody who's not, it goes back to the same thing we talked about with people. Somebody who's not is like, Oh, you should give it to me for free. Is not ever going to become a customer. Right. Exactly. Right? And that's what happened with so many of those people I sent samples to like I have a list of people and not one of those people. And I followed up on them. Not one has purchased anything. And I'm like, uh, I was like, wow, that was so uh, like, just from an energetic perspective, like throwing crap against the wall and see what's going to stick. And literally none of it. And then I had to clean up the crap. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You had to clean up. You had all these sample packets and these other things and, and trying to do customer service for people that weren't paying you. Right. 
Yeah. I'm like, I was like, okay, so yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really good. And, um, the other thing, oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about this and I don't have it here. Oh, I'd love to show you though. So, um, when I was in Vegas, I, um, most recently I bought a $5 money clip and it's got a baseball and a bat on it. Cause I love baseball. My grandfather's yes. a my pro baseball player. And, um, I am now carrying around a hundred and eleven dollars in that money clip and it's it's all ones and then it's wrapped with a hundred dollar bill and i'm carrying a hundred eleven dollars in my wallet and i just don't ever spend it i can spend it but i don't because it makes me feel powerful that i have a money clip yes <laughs> i love it <laughs> So it's like extra money. So if I open it up and like I, once in a while I'll get money out, like if I'm going to pay for something and I'll get money out and I'll open the money clip and like I'm counting the money. And I've actually had people behind me go, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. And I'm like, it just, it, it doesn't make just me feel that way. It makes the clerk and the people yeah. behind me like it's, it's, I like it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Oh, so oh, I'm the money clip girl. I love it awesome. Right. And I yep. love like find the things that make you feel powerful. Right. So there's a lot of, just for listeners, there's a lot of things that people will tell you to do to make you feel powerful. And the, the best things are the things that come from you getting in alignment, you stepping into your future self and then going, yeah, this is what makes me feel powerful. Right. Yep. And you know what, Cassie, this is a really interesting thing. Your uh, manifest 10k you had a list in there. Um, and this was our very first one I ever did. Right. And I don't know which version, which time, <laughs> um, but, uh, one of the things that I had put in there was I had these money cards. They're like, um, not actual money, but cards that look like money. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the ways that I, um, invoked happiness in my life was I would count the money cards and it made me feel like I just had money. So the money clip is the same thing. It's mm -hmm. counting the money in your life, whether it's real or not. Um, yeah. you know, it's like, go get a lot of monopoly money and count it every day. And like, for me, that makes me be like, it makes me feel rich. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just awesome that now the money's real versus, you know, monopoly money. Absolutely. I love it. So fun. And again, that's your own personal, someone else yeah. might be like, oh, that does not make me, and that's okay. Right. The thing is to find, you can see Michelle's, you can hear in her voice, like that lights her up. Like that's how, you know, it's the thing you should do, not do it because somebody says to do it. Yeah. Yep. I love yeah. it. So I have another really cool thing and then I'll yeah. let you ask your question. So the award I won mm -hmm. um, last year, right after our event, our, our international event, I had wrote down that I was going to earn that. And I put my picture right next to it and I literally put it away, never looked at it again. And then in January we were doing goals and I'm like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to earn that. And, um, I put it away, never looked at it again. But the thing is, um, I, we've been doing the work to be that person. Mm -hmm. And so of course they gave it to me when I went, of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> yes. I love it. All right. So I have two other things I want to talk about. Okay. Recently just celebrated, uh, we did future self cocktails. Michelle had so much money. She was over $200,000. Like the stacks of money were falling all over because of that. You're coming up with new fun systems for, um, because people are now manifesting. There's multiple people in the hundred K club, hundred K plus club, right? hundred K, 200 K. And so, you know, it's fun because we've created some systems to make handling all that money easier. Um, but also we were celebrating 
uh, the increase in your income from November until now. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and I'm going to, so what I'm going to tell you guys is it's, uh, around $2,500 more a month. And, um, it feels like I have, you know, a second person in my house making money, but really it's just me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And all of that is $2,500 more. That is a significant amount, right? Yeah. And that is because I believe because you got clear about your money because it wasn't all over here because when you get clear about that, more money can find its way into our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, and I, I know the, the number that I'm working towards it being, and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just naturally happening and it's, uh, it's super fun to watch. Cause I, you know, I already know I I've made that list of where it's going to go. And, um, so when I did that, I know it now it's, now it's, now it's like, it's, it's trending. It's not just one month. Like, wow, right. it's trending. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. It feels so good. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And what I want to say to listeners is that it started trending the month we got clear on your money, right? It might've been a couple hundred dollars, but we saw that increase. We saw the deficit start to be covered um, because we weren't even clear that there was a deficit. And then we're clear like, okay, this is what needs to come in. Because when you tell me what to do, it does it, right? You give it the space like, okay, yeah, I need this and I will handle it properly. Like you're not going to give me a thousand more and I'm going to go spend it over here and still have a deficit. Like we're being the person who is a good steward of money, good financial steward, as you used at the beginning. And so more money can flow in and it's definitely trending that way. And it just gets, the trend just gets bigger, right? Like the line of how far it goes up is just getting bigger and bigger. Yep. Absolutely. And I've, I think I've gotten really clear too on like, what am, what am I going to do with it, with the excess? Like, you know, like if I, if I don't need it for investments, what am I going to do with it? And it's like, man, that feels so good versus, and, 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 and the other thing I'm going to say is when there was a deficit, um, I didn't panic. And I think a lot of people panic when there's a deficit. Yeah. And the thing is you can't do anything about it right then, except for, you know, figure out where you're at and get clear, right? Like we did get clear, but, um, but panicking about it would have made it stay away. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Panicking. Yeah. 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 As we go through that, it was like, okay, here's the numbers and very, okay, this is it. Like this is, we're going to celebrate when that first hundred bucks extra shows up to close that. Right. Yeah. 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 And I've even had little things like Danelle dropped her cell phone in a thing of water and she was like, she freaked out that she was going to, I was going to have to buy a cell phone. And I'm like, okay, you're freaking out for no reason because we're okay. I can buy you a new cell phone if I need to, you know? And I said, but let's put it in rice and see if we can, you know, fix it. And we did. And the phone is fine. But, you know, she, it was interesting to watch her kind of have that survival reaction. And I, I was like, no, 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 calm down. This is okay. And it helped her stop you know, so it's like, this is influencing the, you know, her as well. So (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, I want to just share, you know, we've talked a little bit about money stories creeping in and our brains catching up and this is so typical, but, um, so you're doing manifest 10 K again for, we both decided it'd be great to go through as this person. Right. And it is, I can see the difference and there was an assignment and you're like, yep, these are the numbers. And I, I said, really, is this, is this what you'd send? Somebody walks up and gives you $10,000, you know, today, is this what you'd spend it on? And so let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, the very first time, cause <laughs> so going back through manifest 10 K was important for me because I, um, I just needed to go back to the roots and really do it again to, to grow me. Cause I, I mean, I, I plan on being in that $500,000 club, yeah, right? Absolutely. So I, I want to, I want to grow. And so for me, I, Cassie knows this, I always speed through everything like, and sometimes don't think about things and just go. And so I, I was like, okay, great. We're going to do this. And I, I worked a couple assignments and I didn't really wait for feedback and <laughs> I rushed. <laughs> and then she was like, well, no, I don't think so. How, you know, you're making more money now. This would be covered already. You don't have to, you know, manifest that. And I'm like, oh, well, that's true. So I went back and I did it again. And I realized during that, that the numbers had caught up, but my brain hadn't. Mm -hmm. And I was still in the survival story. And so even today, um, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do it a third time on that assignment. And part of this is what's happening with my brain is part of it was like, no, I'm only on like assignment three and we've been doing this for three months. Like I, it takes me a, a month for an assignment. I, I'm behind. And, <laughs> and I was like, ah, my, my brain was, um, my brain and the, the reality weren't the same. And so I'm going to go do it again today because I know one of the things on that list is covered financially. Because why, how do I know that? Because I did my numbers. And so that one thing that Cassie was questioning won't even be on the list. Like maybe it goes to my lawn service. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but like I now have a lawn service that wasn't right. even my budget before. And, yes. um, but I, I think I will do more fun things more than responsible things. But, but like for me, a fun thing is, um, I had a, a person yesterday that I didn't really know that had a daughter pass a young daughter mm -hmm. and important to me would be to, um, give an envelope of money and maybe that's only a couple hundred dollars of money, but an envelope of money where that feels so good to me because it's so important to me um, where, you know, versus covering a bill that I was already covered. Yes. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, if I know that I've got X amount of money and I put that away every month so that when an emergency happens for someone, I'm the person with the envelope where I can be like, here's some money for you. Like it will, uh, like that is the, philanthropist in me that is going to just love, love blessing people. And that is completely my future self where covering car insurance is already just going to be done. Right. Yeah. Like right. future self has that covered and then, you know, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. not manifesting the money to pay her car insurance. Yeah. And, but my old self, like I don't pay my car insurance. It's covered by my ex-husband. And I, my brain was saying, no, you need to manifest this. You're not paying it now, but I have extra money. It's okay. I pay that yeah. now. <laughs> you already have manifested it, actually. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's already, it's already in my bank account. So, you know, it's like, uh, my, but my brain hadn't caught up to the numbers and is like, and, and that's why you need a coach is you need, you know, someone to be like, do you see what's happening here? Because you've already done this. And I, you know, and I think it's very valuable to have a third party knowing what's going on with your money and not just any third party, um, Cassie Park's third party. 
because I literally don't know that anyone else would have that insight because Cassie Parks is the only person that knows the future Michelle Voris, right? Right. And so because you've invested in me mm-hmm. and you know who I am and where I'm going, you could, you could, you could do that where any old third person like my mother couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. There's no way. So yeah. yeah. Thank that. you. You're welcome. My pleasure. So <laughs> I want to ask this as the final question. What is the money story? What's the title of your money story right now? Hmm, man, confident money manifester. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Writing it down. Yeah. I love it. Um, any we, final- we might even call it bulldog. Might, oh, be a, might be a bulldog. I love it. <laughs> confident money bulldog. Yes, I love it. Cool. So um, any final thoughts as we wrap up today? I don't think so. I, you know, I think that um, it's just important to do the work, really. You can't go where you're going if you don't do the work right now. That's right. Yeah. When you do the work, everything you want falls into place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being here. Oh, tell everybody how they can connect with you if they yep. want so guys, we're going to, we, this is the other thing is I simplify life as I go. So it's michellevoris.com. That's Michelle with one L and Voris, V as in victory, O-R-I-S.com. And all that's there is contact information. Cause if you like me, I want you to become my friend at first and then we'll do business later. I love it. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out Michelle's next interview in the year of growth series. Thank you for joining us on the law of attraction, manifesting success stories show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.